3: And this is Drive Radio, second hour. Thanks for listening to us. I appreciate it very much. I'm your host, John Rush. Larry Younger answering phones, by the way. I should have said that earlier. So, Larry, thanks as always for what you do there. Char- uh, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, which he is always here as well. So, thanks to those two guys on the other side of the glass. They don't get a lot of recognition, and we appreciate all that they do. Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service with me today. And don't forget, that's Geno's with a J. So, Steve, again, thanks as always. You're welcome. A, this is a great Thank golfing you. day, but you're here instead. Oh, no. I got tomorrow. <laughs> we <What laughs> got tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Dan from no <laughs> Hands of the Carpenter with us as well Mike from Man Cave Man Cave Mike with us as well and by the way I should say this and I, and I try to as much and I think most of you know this but if you guys call either Steve at Geno's or you call Mike from Man Cave or Dan from Hands of the Carpenter please let them know that you heard him on Drive Radio you know it helps us it helps them it helps you you're part of the radio family when you do that And and I really appreciate it when you guys do that. I know all of our sponsors do as well. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, Lone Tree Vet, Kevin Flesh, Michael Bailey. I mean, we have a lot of even non-car folks that advertise here and really support the program because they believe in what they do, what we do, but they're also there to help you as well. So even those of you guys that are listening that hear some of these ads for some of the, you know, non-car stuff, you know, absolute electrical heating and air and so on. Just because they're not a car guy doesn't mean they don't you know, appreciate and respect you as a customer and want to service you, and they're here for a reason because we get them results. We want you to let them know that you hear them here as well, so please let them know that. Dan, one thing we didn't mention earlier, Hands of the Carpenter, how do folks get a hold of you? We should have mentioned that earlier.
4: Yeah, so you can do that through a website, handsofthecarpenter.org, or you can call 303-526-4488, also on Facebook, too.
3: All right, the other thing we will do is when the new website's up and running, we'll get a link to Dan at Hands of the Carpenter there as well. I'll have Ann get that up and running as well. She's working on a new website, and we're about done with that, so we'll have her put that up on there as well to make that easier for all of you listening. John in Denver, you got a carburetor question. What's going on, sir?
5: Oh, yes, I do. Uh, I recently swapped out a uh, two-barrel manifold and uh, carburetor for a four-barrel manifold and carburetor, Eldebrock. Okay. And before it was... Uh, I did this, it was always very easy to start, especially after it's been run for a while. It just mm-hmm. barely touch the starter, start right up. Mm-hmm. Now, I think what's happening is flooding, but I'm not positive. But it uh, starts up real good when it's cold, and, and it's better throttle response, too, by the way. But, sure. but uh, A lot of times, it's really hard to, to start uh, after it's hot and it's running, and I was thinking that somehow was a dribbling gas down in there, I've adjusted the i i also <clears throat> I put a kid in the carburetor and adjusted the flow level for i think I got this on YouTube or on Google or something and, uh I'm pretty sure it's right, but uh it and I' flipping the carburetor over test I make is I blow in the where the fuel goes you know it, it, it stops the its it feels like it's sealing very well you know the needle okay. The seat
3: okay and, and so, you know what I should have asked John what are we working on what what vehicle is this on
5: it's a, well, it's a 318 Chrysler engine. Okay. It, it's in a 50-pie Dodge pickup, but it came out of an uh, 86 uh, vehicle. Sure. No, makes and it's sense. Got, and it's, <laughs> it's got a uh, 1978 ignition system on it. Okay. So what? So the float but, level? Uh, uh, that I was my first I think the float level is fine, I okay. think it is. But uh, also, I was wondering, could it be leaking gas through the accelerator pump passageway? Somehow. Doubtful,
3: but, I mean, any Doubtful. anything's possible. I shouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't want to rule anything out. The best way to check that, by the way, would be engine engine's hot, shut it off, quickly go out, remove the air cleaner, and look to see if you've got any kind of fumes coming up out of the carburetor, you know, throat area whatsoever. Do not... No mess with the throttle because that'll that'll inject some fuel in and you will get some fumes coming up but i would try that first john and just see once it's hot shut it off take the air cleaner off take the lid off look inside is there any fumes coming out if there is chances are you've got something leaking down in and that's causing the flood situation
5: oh okay would there be anything else besides the needle and seat and the you know the other
3: no no typically that's going to be it Oh, yeah, well, okay. I shouldn't say that. there can be yeah. a crack in the bowl. The, you know there can be all sorts of things that can cause that where you know you really would have to inspect that thoroughly to make sure you don't have any issues that way. But you, yeah, I mean, yes, there are other things that could cause that, not just those two things. you've got you know, you've got a carburetor with with fuel sitting in a bowl that has the possibility to leak out. Where would it be leaking would be the question as to why it's flooding.
6: Oh, okay. And, and by the way,
3: one way to check to see if it's flooding is when you go to restart it and it doesn't want to start, if you put your foot all the way to the floor and it fires up, it's flooded.
5: Yep, yeah, that's exactly what happened. The okay, other so day. then it's getting,
3: it's getting flooded now.
5: Yeah. Okay, another question. I was thinking about doing away with the cupboard and going to fuel injection, one of these aftermarket things.
3: How, Howell is the best unit for, for that one, by the way? Which one? Howell, H O W E L L. Oh, okay. It's a GM system. It's a GM throttle body system. So it goes right on top of where your four-barrel carburetor would be. They make all the adapters and everything for it. It's a very simple, easy system to use, not a lot of complexity to it. That's why I like it. because And they know the tuning at our altitude as well. They've done a very good job of that. So if you tell them what altitude you're at, they'll they'll provide everything you need. It's one of, I think, one of the better systems on the market. And that throttle body system they use is about as reliable as it gets.
5: Cool. All right, very
3: good. Uh, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the later, you know, fancy port injection systems. I mean, I think if you're looking at, you know, street rods and things like that, and you're looking for the look of it and so on, yeah, they might be okay in that case. But if you're just looking for drivability, reliability, and so on, the Howell unit's tough to beat. Cool.
5: Very good. All right, thanks. I had one more question. Sure, go ahead. Okay. This uh, I put the the entire uh, subframe from this laser model car into this truck, and... I understand it's adjustable for ride height on the front, and I don't know how to do that. Is that something?
7: What kind of suspension is it then?
5: Uh, uh, it's the, the torsion bar. Torsion bar, torsion yeah. Bar. Then you can yeah. adjust
7: the torsion bar. Yeah, you just adjust it. Yeah, yeah, you, you want to unload can, them first. Yeah, take them all the way down. Yeah. Mez- take some measurements, get a good flat surface, yep. get a, get and, get a, then, yeah. and then get in there and start uh, adjusting them up and then keep measuring and see where yep. you're trying to get to. Uh, but, oh, yeah, okay. torsion bar is fairly easy. Really okay. easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably one of the easiest ones yeah.
5: to
3: work with, as far as that goes.
5: Okay, cool. I, I actually I've never had this thing aligned, so I was thinking about you need to do that, that too to an align the Now yes. Gino does that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll do it that way. All, All right. right. Okay. Uh, can you can you give me Gino's phone number? Or why? Sure. Sure. <laughs> 303-794-6700.
7: Okay.
5: okay. Thanks a lot. Thank
3: right. you, John. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Vic and Thornton, you're next, sir. Go ahead.
8: Uh, I tuned in kind of late, and I didn't get the uh, formula for the cleaning of the inside of the windows. Some, uh, what, like, what kind of alcohol do you use? No problem.
9: It's seventy percent isopropyl alcohol. So, really, Purple. you you can find that anywhere.
8: Uh huh. if you could only get ninety? Would that be okay? Yeah, it'll be fine. Just dilute a little yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely.
9: But you can also use then, you know spray I, away invisible glass you know it's really comes down to the a clean towel and the right kind of towel is going to be your the most important part
8: yeah i got that and uh you just put it in water i guess
9: mix it in a spray bottle
3: yes
8: okay uh i now clean my windshields i just have uh regular outside water and pour some uh, ammonia in it is that uh I guess the alcohol would be better. Yeah, I would just do that.
9: You know, you really don't even want to mix it with water.
3: Yeah, I was just to say, the the problem with that, Vic, is if you're not using some sort of a filtered water or a, a distilled water, you, you've you got minerals, even in the house water coming out of the spigot, you've got minerals in that that you have to be careful with.
8: Okay. Now, uh, I've never had a car detailed. I thought detailing was when you'd take it in and... Uh, it, could be cleaned out and vacuumed and then the car wash sounds like there's a lot more to it oh yes there's
9: a whole another level to detailing um several I mean, levels to <laughs> detailing actually we've actually done yeah concours level detailing for like pebble beach uh unbelievable like million dollar plus cars where you're going to every single little bolt <laughs> right but you know the, the uh, most of the detailing we do is is going to be Um, Interior and exterior, you know, paint correction, getting out scratches and swirls out of your paint, Uh, protecting your paint. Um, You know, I would even consider detailing, you know, doing things like window tint and clear bra. Just really, you know, getting all the final details for the car put together to protect it. I mean, Colorado is a rough place. We're the rock chip capital of the U.S. But, Vic, no, there's
3: the the very upper end of detailing. You get down to even is each lug nut matching as far as how it's turned inside of the wheel itself i mean you get into levels where you know you're looking at every little nut and bolt and are they all positioned in the right way and look the right way and i mean it gets to a whole nother level vic so yes there are numerous Uh levels of detailing that it just really depends on how how much money do you want to spend is what it really amounts to
9: yeah our average detail is usually about four hours i'd say most people drop the car off from a nine to five um If the car wash down the streets, you know, saying they could detail your car for thirty-four ninety-five, it's not not a detail. It's it's a car wash. You
3: can do that in your driveway.
8: How much would that cost for that uh, four-hour?
3: He needs to look at the car first.
9: Yeah, we every car's different, so we just. I mean, mean, guys, I'm not trying
3: to be rude when I tell you all that, but literally, and we we do this all the time with everybody that's on air with us. We we don't price over the air on purpose because really these guys need to see the vehicle what are they up against what's the paint condition look like what's the interior look like all of that vic but once he sees the car he can get you a really good price on what's going on
8: and in what level you want to get to Uh all right
3: okay but by the way some of the best money you'll ever spend and i I will i will attest to that vic
9: the industry average says that you get four times the amount out of your car when you sell it after detailing that's right
8: wow Okay, I'll keep you in mind.
3: All right, Vic, thank you very much. And real quick, uh, Man Cave Mike, give him your number.
9: Yeah, it's three zero three nine two nine one nine nine eight. Again, that's my cell phone, so you can text me. Text me a picture. I'll I'll quote you that way too. Okay. Yeah, but, you,
3: you know then. Yeah, absolutely. I want I want to
9: see a picture. You yeah. just never know what you get. I got yep. cars coming in with dog hair all over it and
4: <laughs> dog hair's the worst. Kids' <laughs> oh, mess. You can't get it out. Pet stains.
9: <laughs> yep. You know we we've cleaned it up. Uh, everything <laughs> and that's what you need
3: and that's why i said you need to see the vehicle first that's
9: yeah we even go through insurance you uh you ever have a, a paint spill in the car from come back from home depot we can clean that up we uh car gets stolen the de- the insurance will pay for a detail bring right. it in to too many back, people get yeah. their cars stolen they think they have to good point to live with that good no point. we want to disinfect that whole car uh, yeah. you know before you get it back that's a great point mike all right, before we take a
3: quick break, Randy, hang tight. We've got an announcement, or not announcement, but just something we guys want to talk about when it comes to something you've got going on at Hands of the Carpenter as well.
4: Yeah, so we're uh, we're actually in the middle of plans to expand and add a location up north to serve the, the women in the north area that we haven't been able to. And one of the ways we're doing that this year is through a vehicle sweepstakes. And so in partnership with NAPA and Stevenson Toyota, we have a sweepstakes going on for a brand-new 2021 Toyota RAV4. Nice. And uh, you can go to our website, handsthecarpenter.org, and at the top there's a banner for it. And uh, it's going to be given away on November 4th. We'll have the drawing for that.
3: Nice. Okay, so there you go. Folks, hang tight. We'll come right back. Randy, don't go anywhere. Got a couple of lines open, 303-477-5600. I got some text messages I'll answer as well. So, uh, again, that number, 307-282-22. We'll be right back, though. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
10: Your vehicle's air conditioner should not put out a musty mildew-like smell. Cabin filter contaminants can cause allergies and compromise airflow volume. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Cabin Filter Special. For $189, Geno's will replace your cabin filter, clean the evaporator box, and restore efficiency and clean air in your vehicle. Geno's BG Evaporator Cleaning injects foam into your vehicle's evaporator box, which removes mold, pollen, mildew, dust, and bacteria. Since 1983, the team at Geno's has been serving customers all along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. They're AAA-approved, winner of the NAPA Gold Certified Auto Award, and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon in Littleton check out their excellent google reviews stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com that's genos with a j
0: your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever if you think that's a tall order maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change a bg performance oil change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else peace of mind where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Some skills you only develop through practice.
2: In October of this year, Kevin Flesh of Fleschenbeck Law celebrates 25 years defending both civil and criminal cases. He has earned the tagline, Trial Tested, Trial Ready. In civil cases, such as personal injury, your attorney has the burden of proof to persuade a jury that you deserve a certain sum of money in return for your pain and suffering. However, because only a small percentage of personal injury cases go to trial, most personal injury attorneys do not spend much time in the courtroom over the course of their careers. Kevin Flesh stands apart from the rest because he represents both criminal and civil cases. After an estimated couple hundred jury trials, Kevin has learned how a jury reacts to evidence. He knows how to gauge how much money a jury will likely award in your case. Trial tested, trial ready for 25 years. Kevin Flesh of Fleschenbeck Law. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886.
3: All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, thanks for joining us. Randy from Kansas is next. Randy, what's going on?
6: Hey, what's going on, John? Good It's Randy to you. From,
3: de, from Castle Rock, Detroit, and Kansas.
6: Yeah, I couldn't, <laughs> do, the, I couldn't do the Michigan thing any longer. I, I can't blame you, know, you. I couldn't do it
3: at all. I, You're a better man than I, me.
6: No, no, I'd have to be out on the Great Lakes on a boat every day.
9: Yeah, I hear but, you. Uh,
6: I couldn't afford the... To come back there we tried to come back there and the rent even went up even more so we googled and the cheapest places they said they're less inexpensive let's put it that way they said they, they said uh, Cheyenne and Kansas uh, no particular place nice. in Kansas so what part of
3: Kansas are you in?
6: Hmm. Uh, it's a place called Kobe oh
3: Most yeah right where it is you bet
6: Yep. I'm about 240 miles yep. from the uh, uh, Kiowa exit yep. on 70. Yep, No, exactly <laughs> where it is. Uh, so we're not out of the question coming back there from time to time. Nice. But anyway, I'm, I'm out here. There's no, uh, what do you call it, top-tier gas stations. Uh, I Googled, there's one called here called Senek or whatever, and they used to be a 66. I don't know if they still have 66 gas. But I guess to, to nip this... Uh, They do have a lot of gas stations here that have ethanol or they have pure gasoline. So I've been running the pure gasoline and I'm just wondering, I don't know what year ethanol came out, but they say, you know, the newer cars adapt to it a little better than the older. Mine's a 99. I don't know if ethanol was hot back then. So I guess the question is, is it beneficial to the car to to go with the pure gasoline? That's what I've been doing. Or just does it really make a difference either way?
3: If you can go ethanol free, there's nothing wrong with that if if in uh-huh. fact that's what it is, yes.
6: Well, yeah, it's, it's pure gas and it does uh, it, it does cost a little bit more. Uh, but I'm just wondering am I throwing my money away or does it I mean for the last 12 years or so I've been driving a vehicle. It's been you know 10 percent ethanol, so I just wonder if it's okay to just keep doing what I was doing or am I doing it a favor by doing the pure gas? I mean, am I eliminating?
3: I Enact, and and by the way, I'm looking at the map for top tier, and you're correct. There, there isn't anything in Colby, so you're really limited on on what you can buy. I would say in that case, if you can stay ethanol free, go for it. Do so.
6: Okay, and there wouldn't be any issues uh, if if, 'cause I'm I'm not putting this out of the, out of the box. <laughs> if I could make it back there <clears throat> if I go. You know. Back to the ethanol. It's not going to hurt anything. It'll no, be just like it was no, anymore.
3: no. You'll be fine. Not going to bother but anything. He's going to get
7: better gas mileage with yeah. the fuel, the pure gas, though. So, um, right, so He will. Y- your it's extra not cost at all? Yeah, your extra cost may come back uh, to you in gas mileage.
6: Uh, I have one. Other, well, let me do a quickie before I get off here. On this road that I'm on, you can't get in or out. There's one block where it have like about, it has it has creases in them at about every 35 feet, where they laid down slabs, mm-hmm. and maybe they didn't goo in the middle, or maybe the goo wore mm-hmm. out. I go over those at about five miles an hour or less, but I just got, within the last year, new tires, new shocks, and front-end alignment, because I always do that when I get tires. So what's, what's taking the most punishment on that? And I do keep my wheels straight. I'm like, it's not like I'm hitting them on an angle. Is it, is it going to be the, the wheel balance? Is it going to be the shocks? Is it going to be the alignment? What's, what do you think is taking the most beating out of that?
7: The suspension. Overall, but prob- yeah. I guess the shocks. But the tires are absorbing a lot of it, too. Right. So. Especially at five miles an hour.
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm going as slow as I can because it's just you know, they said go to the mayor or somebody. It's like you know, right me by myself. I need the whole neighborhood to get yeah. a maybe even a look. But so just just keep an eye on everything overall, mm-hmm. not just one particular thing.
7: Ball joints, okay. tie rod right ends, all that stuff.
6: Okay. All right. Well, other than that, I'm going to keep running my pure gas. That's, that's one good thing about here. So, <laughs> you guys have a great weekend. Hey,
3: you do the same, Randy. Thanks. I do appreciate it very much. Uh, Don Littleton is next. Got a question for Man Cave Mike. Go ahead, Don.
12: Hi, John. Nice How are talk. you, sir? Well, Hi, Don. got me better. I couldn't stand it. Nice. Uh, I had a question for Mike. I, I missed on the, on the window cleaning formula, the... 70% isopropyl alcohol, but do you dilute that, Mike, with water? Or
4: no, we,
9: we just run it straight. That's the best way.
12: And what's the kind of towel you like? You talked about a special towel.
9: Yeah, it's just called a glass towel. You, typically, oh, glass they're towel. blue or green. They're very tightly woven. Um, yes. So, I yeah, that some. would be perfect.
12: Okay. I have some of those blue glass towels. That makes sense. Um, I have a black trim around my wheel wells on my... Tacoma pickup and on my Honda HRV, and I've been using, uh, I've used them all, Uh, uh, Mother's has back-to-black, and Meguiar's has Ultimate Black, and I've used some from Turtle Wax, too, and they all go on okay, and they make the trim look good for a while, but they wash off pretty easy. What do you guys use? Yeah,
9: typically, we were getting only about 70 days out of that. We use a product called Solution Finish, and this was developed by a detailer who had the same problem and uh, we love this stuff. Uh, You're going to have to buy it online. You can buy it on eBay, Amazon probably, but yeah, it's called solution finish and you wipe it on. um, Let it sit there for a little bit and then you got to make sure you wipe it off. You don't want, if it rains or anything, you don't want it to drip down and do black streaks, but um, this product should last about a year. It's absolutely unbelievable. I love it. We use it every day and that's the one of these products that I have to keep a bottle of it in my safe because if i run out of it i'm uh, i'm lost
12: <laughs> it really makes the trim look nice oh nice and shiny. it
9: looks fantastic and then there's some other really neat tricks that you have if, if you have trim that's scratched up um, you can actually sand it down with um you know very fine sandpaper 3000 5000 grit sandpaper and um, you know, heat, heat it up a little bit with like a heat gun, um, and you can actually get some scratches out of that black trim and make it really restore it, make it look brand new again.
12: I didn't know that. I'll have to try that.
9: Absolutely. Just don't get it too hot. You don't want to melt it. Yeah.
12: Oh no, no. You know, the on the on the beside the windows on uh, the Honda, it, it has a black film. It's a made by 3M. It looks like paint, but it's actually a plastic film. Do you have any particular way you like to keep that? Uh, that film looking nice along the windows
9: there. Hmm. Is this window tint?
12: No, it's uh, it's the like on the back of the driver's side and the passenger side window, the door jam. Oh, on the window. outside. Yes, on the outside. Yeah,
9: we call those appliques. Yeah. And uh, we can buff them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to use a really soft pad uh, to buff out the scratches. Sometimes they get too scratched up to where I usually take a vinyl wrap and we'll we'll wrap them and just hide it. And uh, but they're pretty cheap to buy at the dealership and install uh, if if they're really bad and you just want to get back to factory.
12: Yeah, I had to replace one, and it wasn't. It was only fifteen dollars. It wasn't too expensive. But the tough part was getting all this, the door stuff off the inside to reach up inside to remove some trim, so I could bring it all the way down. That was a nasty job.
9: Yeah, sometimes install could be a little tricky, but that's why usually when I see that if I can't buff them out, I just I just put a gloss black. 3m wrap on it mm. nice. and it'll Good hold idea. up for five years great it looks idea. great yeah just match it on you know, both I'd, sides great idea
12: i'd, I'd kind of like to come up and visit you sometime just to see w- what you do and how you do it and
9: absolutely like you you'll love i mean just take a come take a tour of the shop i have a, a man cave upstairs <laughs> with couch and tv and everything uh if you're ever waiting on a car if you live a little bit further away but we've always got like right now i've got you know, two Ferraris in there. I've got a McLaren. I've got a GT350, Mustang, some Porsches. We always got cool cars there, too, to see. But, um, yeah, come by. I got some really killer lights on the, the ceiling that look awesome in pictures. So, um, yeah, feel free to come by and pick our brain.
12: That's great. What's your address, Mike?
9: Yeah, we're, we're at 92nd and Wadsworth, old Wadsworth. Uh, we're in the same parking lot as Discount Tire and uh Restaurant. But it's 7535 West 92nd Avenue. And oh, it's okay. unit, it's unit 800, but that's the easiest way. You know, Westminster. It's just you know a little mm-hmm. bit on the north side of Denver. Mm-hmm. So
12: 7395
9: or, West 35. 7535 oh, West. Ma- uh, yeah, yeah okay. and you can also get our address on on MancaveDetail.com, and we do more than detail. We also do window tint, clear, clear bar, bra, that, right? we we'll do, do some leather repair, wheel yeah. repair, all sorts of neat stuff.
12: Yeah, yeah. I'm a lot like John. I I like doing detail work, and I enjoy spending an afternoon wax in a car but i'd like to see how the pros do it too. absolutely
9: come on by well thanks an awful lot always don
3: as fun. always it's a joy talking to you sir thank you you bet mike and aurora hang tight lines are open 303-477-5600 don't forget next week uh next saturday i should say we'll be out at Laprino foods it's a red lion run car truck and bike show that's at 1830 West 38 Avenue, come by, say hi. We'll get a bunch of guys out there. Maybe Mike can even drop by and uh, I don't know, maybe you got something cool you can bring over or something.
9: Yeah, what, what, this is the Red Lion Run? Yeah. Yeah, all right.
3: Yeah, so come on by. So, anyways, La Foods will be there next weekend, guys, and it's a great show. If you've never been out to it, uh, you're missing. It's a it's a treat, and uh, given the fact, yeah, again, by the way, yeah, Charlie, thank you. Great food. They do a great job on the food side of the fence, so it'll be a. It, oh, it's great. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. So come by, say hi. Uh, that's where we're going to be next weekend. So, Laprino Foods, Red Line Run, car, truck, and bike show. Again, 1830 West 38th. Again, just Google Luprino Foods. You'll find it. It's really simple. So, all right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
11: Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kens and Leslie, distributing your local BG products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to get a little controversial. Because you see, if you're anything like me, when you learned to drive, you learned that when you see a merge or lane ending sign, you should move over as quickly as possible. And all those other knuckleheads flying past you, well, they needed to pay better attention. It turns out that most drivers change lanes too early when they see a merge sign, thus causing a speed differential and a traffic backup. What traffic engineers and experts actually recommend is staying in your lane as long as possible before merging and merging at what they call the zipper point. Thanks a lot, Dad. Studies show that by just merging at the zipper point, traffic delays and backups can be reduced by as much as 40 to 50%. I know, I know, that feels like cutting to the front of the line, but the truth is it's just the right way to merge. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: Novus means innovate, and as the original inventor of windshield repair, Novus Auto Glass continues to stay on the cutting edge of glass repair and replacement. Any vehicle with lane departure technology needs to be recalibrated after a windshield replacement because of the cameras and sensors mounted to your windshield. All of those sensors need to be carefully realigned so your vehicle provides accurate positioning information. And each vehicle manufacturer is different. Most auto glass facilities, even the big names, do not have the right tools and equipment to calibrate your windshield. They can only replace the glass, not recalibrate the sensors. Because Novus Auto Glass constantly upgrades to keep pace with the changing industry, the majority of their locations now offer calibrations. Get your windshield replaced and the sensors recalibrated with the inventor of windshield repair. Find Novus Auto Glass now at klzradio.com forward slash glass.
13: Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Leuenberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect.
14: Make your life more convenient. You just found out that in order to install a new appliance in your home, you need a new electrical panel. Your current panel isn't safe or energy efficient, so it can't support the additional load. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air makes an inconvenient situation simpler. The live chat feature at AbsoluteFix.com stays active 24-7, 365, so you can schedule your estimate with a real human being at midnight on a Saturday. You get a two-hour time window for your appointment, so you don't need to wait around all day for a technician to arrive. 30 minutes before your appointment, you get a text message with a photo and a bio of your technician so you know who's coming into your home. Then, 15 minutes after they leave, you get a phone call asking how they could have provided an even better experience. Make your life easier. Schedule an estimate with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
15: Barber's Foods proudly sells what they feel is the best bratwurst in the nation. Their bratwurst comes from Tim Beeler's fourth-generation pig farm in Iowa, where Tim grows non-GMO-fed Duroc pork, raised without using gestation, crates, or antibiotics. Check out the 5-ounce French-cut loin chops, natural hot dogs, baby back ribs, breakfast sausage links, and garlic pepper bacon at barbersfoods.com. If you're looking for great beef, Barber's Foods carries grain-fed Colorado Angus beef in steaks and burgers and an assortment of Wagyu steaks from Dan Morgan's Wagyu Ranch. These all-natural, restaurant-quality steaks are some of the best you'll ever eat. You can pick up your order at the Denver Warehouse near the National Western Center or Barber's Foods can drop them off to any Denver metro area address. Go to barbersfoods.com and thank you for supporting the Colorado native farm family that owns Barber's Foods.
3: All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service, with us today. We also have Dan from Hands of the Carpenter with us as well. So any of you out there listening that uh, have an older car, you're looking to do some sort of a donation. And real quick, Mike, I know you got a question on detailing. Hang tight. We'll get to you in just one second. But, Dan, when it comes to how all of that works, if somebody's got a car they want to donate, walk us through how that
4: works. It's probably simpler than you would think. The, uh, the only two things we need other than the car itself are the keys and the title. Okay. So, uh, whatever the car, whatever the condition, we're able to take it. So you'll take and deal with the rest of it. And we're able to use whatever towards helping these women. Okay. There's Does cars it need to that, be running. Well, no, not for us to take it okay. for sure. But there's some situations where the car is beyond, you know, good measure for. But then you'll deal with it. that as well, right? We'll deal with that as well. So, so if
3: you've got any car you want to get rid of, you guys are the first. Absolutely. One we'll call. And okay. like, was it Phil?
4: Earlier, yes, they gave shout-out right. to my wife, Brenda. Yeah. It, it can take us— Yeah, his... Phil
3: actually contacted me last fall, and he's like, hey, I got this car. I want to do something with it, but I don't want to just give it to whoever. I want, I want to know it's going to get put to good use. Yeah. And that's where I put him on to you guys. Yeah, for
4: sure. And that's that's very unique. There's not many car donation programs nationally Mm-mm. that will use your car. Most, of them, most of
3: them send it to scrap, and they take the money, and they do something else with it. Or yeah. what, and by the way, for all of you listening, that's true with even a lot of these places that advertise they want your car. At the end of the day, Dan's right, and I know this for a fact, at the end of the day, those cars are being taken out of the driving fleet that we have they are not staying in it they're usually getting sent to scrap the money's getting getting done i'm not saying they don't use the money for good causes but the car itself is not being used after that typically
4: yeah right am i right dan that's true yeah so bring in to answer your question the title and the keys and we can have the car picked up next day okay you can bring it in and take a look at what we're doing like the guy wanted to see what what mike's doing i've been there it's great yeah it's a great facility both those are options and you guys are usually out of room. You need more. You need more facility. <laughs> That's why we're going up north.
3: <laughs> and these guys do a great job, and I mean that sincerely. Not just because Dan's here. I've talked about this before in the past, and we'll get we'll do more with Dan here in the future. In fact, I feel bad. I owe Dan an apology. We should be doing a lot more on Drive Radio to help these guys out. I mean, I do a lot off air with a lot of you that call and text and so on we should be mm-hmm. doing some more on-air stuff and i feel bad we we haven't done that because they have a great program in helping single moms really get as i said earlier it's a hand up not a handout and i think for me that's the best thing about it
4: yeah
3: and yeah. i appreciate you guys a lot so thank you thanks for all thanks for all you do so you bet john all right mike and aurora i know you got a question for us go for it sir
16: yeah thanks uh, yeah, I had a couple of car detailing questions. I'll squeeze them together. Sure. And if I could ask another general question, car question. Yeah, we're fine. That. Go ahead, Mike. Um, okay, yeah, I'm wondering, I, always, I see these car dusting brushes and rags, and I'm always thinking, does that scratch the car? And have you uh, seen or heard of a, I have a boar's hair car wash brush. What do you think of them?
9: All right. Well, let's start with the great the questions. Dusters. By the way, really, really, they're they're pushing dirt around. They're you know. So, if yeah. if I polish a car to perfection, especially like a black car, I could use one of those uh, dusters <clears throat> one time, and I will see some scratches. It's going to be very light, and you may not notice it the first time, second time, or the third time. But eventually, uh, you will end up seeing these scratches. Dirt scratches for everybody listening. And, and that's, yeah. that's what scratches paint dirt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And And unless
3: it's wet and it's being washed off, it's going to scratch.
9: Right. Now, you can use some detail spray and a super soft microfiber towel. I love the the Korean edgeless towels. And you can spray that, and that will help. But. You know, because it's a
3: lubricity. Yeah, absolutely.
9: Right? But eventually, if you if you wipe it down too many times, it's gonna have a little bit of scratches. So really, the only way to to not having scratches is to wash it and air dry it. But you're you might not get it as clean, especially on a black car. So yes, uh, I I'd stay away from the the dusters. Uh, I just think they push push the dirt around. So just get a a soft microfiber towel and detail spray if you're at a car show or anything like that and you just need a quick wipe down from dust. That'll be all right. If it's dirty, you got to wash it. The boar's hair, yeah, we use those. Those are great to get in, you know, the knobs and, you know, just, you know, get into hard-to-reach areas. Yeah, we use those all the time. They're great.
16: Yeah, I have one, and I can't find another one, and I hope I never lose this one. Uh, they're great um uh and um yeah i i well okay so those uh, those um no wash car sprays you're saying cuz i think uh, chemical guys and others sell them uh you're saying they're not yeah so i think so that to use
9: i think you're thinking wash. of
16: a waterless
9: wash is that yeah. Yeah. And okay. and all that really does is it just makes it so that the dirt comes off a little bit easier. They work great. Um, I know there's a lot of mobile detailers that don't, don't have access to pressure washers and things like that and and you can wash it with it. It yes, it's probably you know, scratching a little bit if you have a lot of dirt. But those guys are also planning on polishing it uh, afterwards to get that so off. So A whole different ball. Game. Yeah. So yeah. I'll use a waterless wash when I'm out at the convention center for the Denver Auto Show, things like that, uh, when you don't have access to water.
3: And, and by yeah, the I way, wonder... and those work, and really it's a must if you're going to do any kind of clay barring or anything along those lines. That's where that product also comes into play as well, Mike.
9: Yeah, absolutely. One thing yeah. also on clay bar, you got to make sure – that if you do clay bar it, you really need to polish it after. A lot of yes. people try to clay bar only yes. and then wash. You you are putting a little bit of scratches in there, so it's really designed to go with a polish. Yeah,
3: really. What the yeah, the clay bar is taking some of those nibs and things that are on the paint off. And by the way, for everybody listening, clay bar after you've done a good wash of the car in the first place, because you don't want to, again be picking up dirt, rubbing that into the paint with the clay. You've got to get it clean first, then clay bar, then typically do some sort of a a a rub out of the paint, and then a polish of the paint, and then a wax of the paint is typically how you're going to do Absolutely. that.
9: Absolutely, and and really even wax, I think, is kind of dead. I like paint sealants better yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. not doing it. Yeah, great The point. paint sealants will just last a little bit longer. You know, no one wants to wax their car every three months. I mean, I guess it could be therapeutic, but. Yeah, some uh, of us are weird, but that's, <laughs> yeah. that's us. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd rather it last no, longer. No, a good <laughs> point. No, no, and you know
3: what, even those of us that do that you know, time-wise, you, you make a great point. You're better off doing something else. Yeah, absolutely. And then
9: there's also a clay mitt, which is really nice. You know, sometimes having the the clay bar, you know, it's oh they're tough to they're tough to yeah. Use. But the the yeah. clay mitts, nice. I mean, you can do the whole car okay. quick. Great point.
16: And and I've heard that uh, that there may be some chemicals in in the soap in these car these te- well in these car washes. Oh, the te- you the, think is that true? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And real quick on that one,
3: I can talk to that one, because I've researched you know, owning car washes, and there's a lot of stuff when it comes to car washes. And I will just tell you, there are good car washes, and there are some not so good car washes, and there's some really bad car washes. And the way that typically works is... Most of your higher-end car washes, especially tunnel washes, where it's a good owner-operator, they're using good quality soap and sealants and so on, and it's typically a really good experience going to those types of places. The bottom of the barrel, and I'm just going to be straight-up honest, the gas station car washes are probably the hardest thing you could ever send your car through, period. Most of the gas station car washes, not all, but most will use an acidic soap, and in some cases, they're literally pouring acid into the soap Barrel, And that's how they're getting the car clean because they don't have the right equipment to clean the car in the first place. So the way they get it clean is with acid. And I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. And the way you know that is when I had an experience years ago where, you know, owned my stores, we were selling truck accessories and all of that. And I'd sold a guy a brand new aluminum toolbox. And it came back a few weeks later all streaked up. And he was mad because the toolbox was streaked. Well, I made a deal and, and you know, basically explained everything I'm explaining to all of you listening that, hey, you're probably going through a car wash that's making this happen and so on and so forth, which he swore he was not, by the way. Well, I could tell by looking at the streaks on the toolbox. He was from Acid. And I got the toolbox company to agree to give us a new toolbox. We warrantied it out. Well, he we came back two weeks later, the exact same problem, and I would not warranty it the second time because I said, listen, you're lying to me. You're going through a car wash that's got acid in it. I don't know which one you're using in town, but it has acid in the soap or it would not be etching the toolbox the way it is. He finally cleaned clean, admitted to where he was going in town, and sure enough, that's exactly what it was, was acid in the soap causing that streaking.
9: You know, I'd, I'd actually like the ceramic coat, something like that, because I really these ceramic coats are so strong now. The that acid
3: won't I, affect it.
9: Yeah, I really don't think it will. Nice. So, and, nice. and anyway. I'll stand behind it. Anyways, yeah.
3: that, that's a story for you, Mike. Where yes, there is good, better, best when it comes to car washes. Yes.
7: Oh I would, yeah, and I always think our toolbox at home, been. our mechanic's toolbox,
16: ceramic coated. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've, I've never been to an automated car wash that got the car completely clean.
3: It's um, because you, you just, yeah, because you can't. That, that's the reality. Okay. I mean,
16: and, and not, not okay.
3: bad-mouthing car washes. They, they serve a purpose. They work great. It's cold. We've been through some snow. You want to get all that stuff knocked off. You can't go home and do it. You can't go see my. I mean, there are times and places for them, so I'm not knocking them. All I'm saying is there's good, better, best of them.
16: Okay, and then I had a question, general question. I noticed the last thing to go off after I start my car is the engine check light. I can't Mm -hmm. remember. Is that normal? Yes. Is that normal? Very much so. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I just haven't paid attention. I thought maybe uh, something was (laughs) going to happen.
3: No, it's great. No, perfect. Mike, thanks. Great question, by the way. Chris and Centennial, Joe and Lilton, hang tight. We'll come right back to you guys. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
0: All right,
3: Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, Steve Horvat, Geno's Auto Service, with us today. Dan from Hands of the Carpenter and uh, Man Cave Mike with us. Chris and Centennial, you're next, sir.
18: Hi, um, John. I'm the one that has the uh, Porsche 911 with the 911 WONWON. Yes, sir. And I met Mike at the Porsche
9: event last Thursday night. Oh, at the car museum. And that was That was a great event. 230, That's 40 right. cars? Nice. Man, that was a big event. Nice.
18: Yep, yep. That was great. And my Porsche looks almost identical to the one you had in there.
9: Oh, the red one. And yeah. We We. Yeah, uh, we just got red. done uh, ceramic coating it, putting full front clip clear bra on it. Uh, yeah, that was a right, beautiful right. car. Right. Well, mine is almost as beautiful. <laughs> Yours is um, red, too? And it, 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 yes. All yes.
18: right. And it's newly painted, you know, it's perfect. And you, you know, it said uh and the other the other guy uh
9: Ryan or who's the, the Yeah, Ryan's guy, my store manager.
18: Yeah. Um he said well now would be the time to do the, you know, the uh ceramic coating.
9: Absolutely. Uh, so so
18: how is ceramic coating applied?
9: All right. So first we have to polish the vehicle to perfection. So you do your you know, two to three steps of, of paint correction, and just get it perfect. And then we alcohol it down, and then we just use a foam applicator pad, and you go up and down and left and right, and you just cover one panel at a time. Once it's completely covered, we gotta wait for it to flash, and we wipe it off. Uh, so we'll go we'll go to another panel while, while it's waiting to flash, and then come back to it. Then when the whole car is covered, and, and the key is you can't miss anything because if you miss it you'll see when you wash it uh, and it's happened before I've had the car come back and they said you know the whole car washes absolutely amazing except this one fender and you know it goes on clear so you know maybe the maybe the detailer had to take a lunch or something and just missed a panel but mm. doesn't happen too often but you you will clearly notice what parts are ceramic coat and what's not and then when it when it's all um, when it's all dried we go back over and and repolish it just to make sure there's no high points and uh you yeah, know make it twenty percent glossier
7: so is it, it's a liquid then
9: yeah it's a liquid it's it a liquid. Um, um it's pretty strong smelling so oh, is um it <laughs> pretty yeah, smell, yeah yeah but uh uh yeah one what you know it, and this is not cheap cheap product by any means uh unfortunately we do so many we do about 50 coatings a month i have to order about four liters a month uh maybe every two months of this product and uh just oh. the product to you know, put it on your car, it's about two hundred dollars. Uh just for the product car. cost, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow, I didn't know so that. So it's it's pretty expensive. At least okay. for really good product.
7: <laughs> and, and what's the consistency? Is it like really thin? Or is it thick?
9: Or yeah, something? it's it's thin. It goes on pretty nice. But uh it's kind of like water, right? As far as consistency yeah, goes. Yeah, you just okay. pour a few drops on uh on a foam applicator pad and then it, it goes it goes a long Interesting. way. Interesting.
18: Huh. All right. Cause i I am definitely considering on doing this. Um, well, he's your guy.
9: Next month or so. He's your guy, Chris. Okay. I remember talking to you. Cool. You uh yeah, I'm excited yeah. to do that car. Yeah, he's your guy.
18: <laughs> yep. Okay, now John, I got a question regarding good, better, or worse car washes. Yes, sir. Are you familiar are you familiar with Top Dog? I am not. Okay, it's just a, a car wash at shell stations and you know, and it seems to do quite well. I'm just wondering if that's one of the worst. Best. I'm not
3: familiar with them, so that one I I don't know. I, I and Mike and I were talking through the break. I mean, I did a lot of research on car washes, you know, years ago. In fact, still do because I've got a client up in Minnesota that we're trying to do a car wash with, and then I'm always looking here if I if I could own one, I would. If I could find the right deal and put it together, I would, Chris. But no, that one I am not familiar with
18: because they they offer a annual membership for like 130 bucks where you can. You know, wash daily, w- mm-hmm. once a day, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, a, gr- a great price. Sure. Um, but I'm just wondering what it's doing to my avalanche.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, I would, I you tell you what, if you can send me, and I can even send it on to Mike, if you can send me some info on where it's at, the location, and so on, I'll do some research for you. Be happy to.
9: Okay. Hey, on that, the avalanche, oh, we, you need to take care of that plastic. Yes. I'm sure it's turning gray. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That solution finish (laughs) and maybe some ceramic coat on there would be amazing for that vehicle. All
18: right. Well, I might consider that as well because, yes, part of it is graying already. There you go. All right. Great show. Chris, thank you,
3: as always. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for calling, and you're a faithful listener. I appreciate that as well. Joe and Littleton, you're next.
19: Hey, guys. Good morning. How are we doing, sir? Good. Hey, John. Thanks for having the, the detailing on today. Uh, great topic, and it's really uh, well. Like,
3: like I said, that came from you know several listeners, and then you know Mike happened to email me at just the right time. I'd already had lots of people asking, so it was it was perfect yeah. timing. So thank Gudos, you guys.
19: Gudos. Hey, I just wanted to call in this morning and uh, give Mr. Dan a a thumbs up here. Uh, Dan, this is Ranchero Joe, if you needed a hint. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Joe. Hey. Um, And just encourage your listeners, um, I've been a supporter of the ministry, uh, both financially and with time, for five-plus years. And it's just, it's got the top-notch integrity. John, I'm sure that's why you guys have partnered with them. that sort of thing. You're correct and i just want to encourage people if you know if they're not comfortable necessarily giving with money or that sort of supporting by donating a car they're always looking for wrench turners you know yep. and i know that's your listeners
3: yeah um, no so, you're right joe you're yeah. correct we, we we should probably again we need to mention that more often probably even put a little spot together for these guys where we can start running that just through the show so that folks know about it cuz you're right you don't have to just give money you can give time and and absolutely. by the way there there's i, I know as a as an old shop owner myself, there's always things around the shop that even if you're not a wrench turner, there's things that you can always do around a shop to help out. Am I right, Dan? Yep, for sure. You don't have to yep. be a mechanic to help out is my point.
19: Yep. Yeah, and we've, they've even had club events where it's just an, like an oil change clinic at times, right? Right. And uh, we've had different card clubs come in, and uh, it's, it's great camaraderie. It supports the ministry. It gets people involved, gets the word out. Um, it's it's just really wonderful and I'm it's just thrilled to hear them on the program this morning.
3: Well I appreciate that and yep. I'm sure they do too Joe.
19: So, hey uh, and, and Dan I don't know because I didn't get the whole show here for your first half hour but uh, you know you guys have a rally coming up I think isn't that right?
4: Yeah there's actually a couple of them that we've partnered with a group called Automobili and we're doing uh, we're a benefactor really of uh, one of two for their uh, July road rally which is already sold out and then they're actually being really generous with their expertise and time, and sponsoring road rally just for hands in September. Nice. And so we'll have more more information about that as and that, well.
19: And that's a fundraising road rally, right? So all the proceeds and that sort of thing go back into the ministry. Yeah.
4: Yep. Yeah. We're yeah. doing it as a poker run.
19: Yep. Nice. Yep. And I, I believe I'm going to help volunteer for September.
4: Uh, hey, just
19: thank you. again, just wanted to just encourage people. Like I said, it, it's it's top notch on integrity. Uh, go check mm-hmm. them out. Uh, I think you've already mentioned you're opening your second shop now. Um, Working so, on it. Yep. That's awesome.
3: Awesome. So, hey John,
19: one, one last plug, sure. if I might. Yes. Uh, I think last week or so, I might have sent you an email. Maybe we could do a 15-minute section on ODB2.
3: Scans. Yes, you did. And in fact, I was going to do that Last week, and then it it was short notice, and we had a bunch of other really, literally, we had tons and tons of phone calls. But no, that's in my notes already, Joe. And I will, I I doubt if I'll get to it today with everything we're doing, but I will get to it. Uh, In fact, next week might be a great time to get to it when we're on remote. We won't have as many phone calls, so I'll probably do that next week.
19: Right on. Thank you.
3: You're a good man, Joe. Right, thank, guys, you thank you very much. Appreciate it, and and thanks again to the kind words of hands of the Carpenter. That's Why Dan and why Gene, you know, Steve and brought them in. And yeah, everybody's listening. You are correct. We, we as a program, myself especially, we don't partner up with folks that are either uh, you know below board or you know don't do things correctly. That that includes all of our sponsors as well, folks. Everybody that we deal with, we vet out. We know them. And again, uh, Dan at the hands of the carpenter the reason why we started going to them years ago is, you know, most of you might remember this, but probably 10 years ago or so, we gave a car away every week for 6 weeks between Christmas and uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And while I think we did help some folks out, it was not as glamorous on mm-hmm. the inside as it may have looked on the outside, and I look at a lot of these different places across the country, other radio shows and so on that give these things away, and I will tell you right now, no one does it the way Hands of the Carpenter does. There's not, a, there's not a snowball's chance that another group of auto shops and or radio show can do what Hands of the Carpenter is doing. And it's part of the reason why we stopped is because we had really, honestly, we gave some cars away that, frankly, I don't think people deserved. It was hard to vet everybody out. People lie. They don't tell you the truth. There's all sorts of things that happen along those lines. And Dan and these guys have figured out how to get around all of that.
4: Yeah, one of, one of the things we realized, too, is the. I think there was a, a church up north that did something really amazing and maybe gave away 50 cars. And the giveaway is part of it, but when you have someone in need that you're serving and they all have all of a sudden have a car but no resources. It changes everything. Or It'll education. Hold that to, thought. To That's something
3: that. I want to talk about when we come back top of the hour, because what Great. you just said is huge. It's yeah. a big deal. Let's talk about that when we come back. Yeah. All right. Great. We'll come right back, guys. we got a break here. Again, Mike from Mancave is with us. Dan from Hands of the Carpenter. Steve from Geno's. Uh, Charlie, our engineer. Larry younger, answering phones. We'll be right back. I'm your host, John Rush. Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
1: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments.